Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the voice of grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. This morning, we bless the Lord again for a beautiful Wednesday he has given to us. He will keep us in perfect peace if our mind stays on Him, if we trust Him, He will give us a perfect peace today, tomorrow, and the days to come. I bless the Lord this morning for you. I give Him the praise for you and I. For the breath that we breathe, for the air that we take in, for the ears he has given us to hear, for the eyes he has given us to see, I bless the Lord this morning. I thank him for your family, my family. Thank you. Thank him this morning for all of our struggles, our difficulties, our hardships, because in the midst of them all, we see him at work, we see his power, and we see who he is. So I bless the Lord this morning. I give him the praise. And I give him the glory. This morning we will continue with our devotion in the book of Mark. Mark, the 10th chapter, the 32 to 34 verses. We're going to read this morning from the English Standard Version for our devotion. I read for your hearing this morning. And they were on the road going up to Jerusalem. And Jesus was walking ahead of them. And they were amazed. And those who followed were afraid. And taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priest and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and delivered him over to the Gentiles. And they were mocked him, spit on him, flocked him, and killed him. And after three days, he will rise. 
he will rise. Oh, these verses are so powerful to me as I look at these three verses this morning. First thing that I take notice of is Jesus and his disciples are on the road. They are on a journey. They're on the road. They are heading up to Jerusalem. This morning, I want to ask you this morning, on your journey this morning, who are you walking with? Who are you going with on this journey this morning? Maybe to the destination this morning. Are you on the road this morning with your creator, your maker, your sustainer, your keeper, your Lord, your defender? Or who are you with this morning on that road? And if so, what kind of road are you on? Are you on the road of eternity or are you on the road of destruction? Are you on the road of hatred? Are you on the road of lies, manipulations, darkness, hatred? And the list goes on. But are you on the road this morning, the road up to Jerusalem? Are you on the road this morning with your Lord? What road are you on this morning? Where are you heading this morning? Have you sat back and take a complete look at what road you are on? And, and where are you heading? Where are you heading? And why are you heading in the direction that you are heading in? That's just the first thing I've noticed. Jesus is on the road with his disciples, with his followers. And they are heading up to Jerusalem. This morning, it is my prayer that you are on the road with Jesus. Heading to your destination this morning. Heading to your destiny this morning. Heading in the path that the Lord Almighty has placed you on. It's my prayer that you are on the road of peace. The road of love. The road of kindness. The road of healing. The road of deliverance. I hope and I pray that that's the road you are on. The road to Zion. The road to heaven. You are on this road. With your master. With Jesus. They are heading up to Jerusalem. And Jesus, as the Bible says, was walking at head 
of them. My Lord, Jesus is walking ahead of them. And the Bible says as he is walking ahead of them, they were amazed and some were afraid. Why are they uh, amazed? Why are they afraid? You see, you got to understand they just witness Jesus and this young ruler having this discussion about what he should do to inherit eternal life. And Jesus have just spoken to this young man by telling him what the commandments say. And he has said, oh, I've done all of that from the time I was a youth. And Jesus had just told him to go. He has one thing that he needs to, because Jesus said, you lack one thing, go sell it and give to the poor and come back and follow me. And this young man has walked away and Jesus have just spoken to his disciples how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. They were already amazed by such a teaching. They were already astonished that Jesus have just said those who can you see, he said, it is impossible with man to save themselves, but with God, it is possible. Only Jesus Christ can save us. And Peter had just been talking to Jesus about this. And he said, but we have left our family. We have left everything to follow you. And Jesus turned and told them and saying to them that if you have left your father, your mother, your sisters, your brothers, your children, lynch, he said, for the gospel's sake, for my sake, he said, you will receive double. You will receive a hundredfold now in this time and the time to come. But Jesus did not end there. He also told them that persecutions will come. But in the age to come, you will receive eternal life. And the last, the first shall be the last. And the last shall be the first. So they are still trying to chew on these words. They are still trying to wrapped their mind on these words. So they are amazed what kind of teaching is there. Remember, some of them already are used to Jesus' teaching in parables. So they are amazed. What kind of man that has such wisdom you see, 
It is in the book of Mark. It's like from action to action because Jesus is portrayed as the servant who suffered. A servant who came and suffered to give us redemption. He is a servant. So it's always from action to action. While they're trying to wrap their mind Meditate, chew on, digest what Jesus has just spoken. Jesus turns around and is about to tell them something else. So they're amazed. When the Bible says those who follow him were afraid, it simply means that they respected him. They honor him this morning are you amazed at what God is doing in your life are you amazed that you're still alive are you amazed this morning that you woke up this morning because of the grace of God are you amazed this morning that you're not in the hospital? And even if you were in the hospital, are you amazed over the fact that you're still breathing? Are you amazed with all the epidemic and things that are going on? Are you amazed that you find yourself still breathing? I hope you are. I am. The Lord God always amazes me. He amazes me. He amazes me every day when a door is closed and I think this door will never open. He opens the door. He amazed me even when myself doubt him. He shows up. He provides. He amazed me or he amazes me every day of my life. It seems like it's every morning. It seems like it's every afternoon. It seems like it's every day. He does something amazing. When I think my life is over. He amazes me. He shows up. When I think doing ministry is over, He amazes me. He shows up. In the darkest moment, He shows up. In the rough times, He shows up. In the good times, he shows up. How can I not worship him, bow before him, call his name, shout out his name, love him, dedicate my life to him, sacrifice all I have when such a God is so amazing? The Bible says, taking the 12 again. He began to 
tell them what was to happen to him. He said, we are going up to Jerusalem. But it, it is at this Jerusalem that the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priest. You see, Jesus, I've said this before to them. And because Jesus is always speaking in parable, the disciples himself have not fully understood what would happen. But he is reminding them, he's preparing them. Sometimes God will prepare us for what's ahead. But how many of us pay attention? How many of us are listening to him? He knows the future. He knows around the corner. And he'll speak to us and tell us what's around the corner, what's about to happen. Jesus said, a son of man will be delivered. Who will deliver him? His own will deliver him. Judas, Ascarot, who has been with him, who has ate with him, who has slept in the same place with him, who has seen all the miraculous work he has done, who is also among this group that is so amazed, he will be the one to deliver him to the chief priest. Don't be surprised if your own throw you under the bus. Don't be surprised if your own that you ate with, grew up with, exchanged clothes together with, have all the deep secrets together, throw you under the bus or deliver you. Judas will be the one to betray him. And you know, sometimes it hurts more when the people that are so close to you are the one to deliver you. They know all your path. They know everything about you. And they will be the one to betray you, to deliver you. The one that you have done ministry with, the one that you told all your deep secrets to, the one that you trusted the most will deliver you. He said the son of man will be delivered to the chief priest. And mind you, from his own group, he will be delivered to the chief priest. These are religious people. I want you to just see, it might be your own family member that deliver you to the religious people. The one that's supposed to know better. The one that's supposed to know the Lord. The one that's supposed to, your own will leave and have you deliver to the religious people, the rest of the group. Call them in a corner to deliver you, to sell you, to talk about you, to plan against you. He said, a son of man will be delivered over to the chief priest 
and the scribes. And look what they will do. They will be the one to condemn him to death. And then they will deliver him over to the Gentiles. His own, his own will deliver him. His own will condemn him to death. His own. Oh my God. His own. The one that he fed, the one that they went together, the one that they traveled together, the one that he saved, the one that he served, they will be the one to deliver him, to condemn him to death, and they're going to turn him over to the Gentiles, which is the Roman government. They will be the one. They will be the one to condemn him. They will be the one to tell on him. They will be the one to judge him. They will be the one to point finger at him. They don't want, they will do all of that to him. They all have just forgotten all that he did for them. When the storm was coming and it was in the boat crying that they were going to die, the one that saved them, they forgot. When our children were in need, when our children were hurting, when the, the disease and the infirmities were under, the one that healed them, they have forgotten. And they'll be the one to deliver him to the Roman government. And the Bible says they will mock him. They will spit on him. They will flock him and they will kill him. The one that you have had sleepless night for, you sacrifice everything. You spend all your time, all your energy, your whole life, you pour it into them. They'll be the one to mock you, to spit on you, and they will be the one to flock you. They will be the one to kill you. But I loved where the story ends or the statement ends. He said, after three days, he will rise. So I say, you can do whatever you want. But the Lord God Almighty will cause me to rise. To rise. He will rise. When they thought they had won the victory, the battle, he will rise. And this is my joy. That's what I say, my Lord is amazing. You see, he amazes me every day. What about you? I pray this morning that you will not give up because of what people will say and do to you. Just remember this. You will rise. You will rise. You will rise. God bless you. God keep you. God makes his face to shine upon you.